0: Hello, funky listeners, and welcome to a very special episode of Funk Radio. Uh, This is your host, Kyle.
1: And this is your host, Peter. And Kyle, why is this a very special episode of Funk Radio?
0: Because it's the first episode of 2021, which means we survived 2020. Yay! (laughs) Um, That's not the only reason. Um... 2020 survived us. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, the reason it's actually special isn't just because this is the first episode of 2021, it's because this is our 300th episode Ooh. of Funk Radio, and if you've been listening for that long, congratulations, you get a free Subway Sub Sandwich.
1: Literally, if you've been listening to our show since the beginning, we will buy you a Subway
0: Sandwich. <laughs> we, will a, we will send you a punch card.
1: God. Um, yeah, man. So, I, it's been a little... So, it, it, it came out... Uh, What's the date on it? Uh, September sixth, twenty twelve. So that's a little over eight years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're actually working on our ninth year currently with the show, which is kind of mind blowing. I'm old. So our idea with this listeners is that Kyle and I would also be listeners, <laughs> somewhat. Um, so basically, uh, we neither of us have listened to this episode in a really long time, and so we're we're going to listen to it together. And we'll play some clips of it uh, in this episode, but then we'll also stop and kind of discuss n- not only just reacting to that episode, but I-, I think we'll also just have some memories that come from it as well. I-, I-, I guess it'll be interesting to see where we've kind of thought the show would be going that early on, and I guess where it has kind of become.
0: Yeah, I mean, like you said, I haven't listened to the first episode be recorded since probably been recorded it nine years ago. I would hope. I'm curious mm-hmm. about the sound quality because I know that neither of us had good microphones back then when we first started this. I'm kind of curious about yeah. the format. Like, did did I just like ramble like I'm doing now, or like how did? Yeah, I honestly don't remember what I thought. Our thought process, it was behind the initial format for this uh, podcast, but mm-hmm. it's definitely evolved since then into basically just ramblings and uh, existential crises and all that stuff
1: mm-hmm we i i you know kyle and i will be going through the entire thing we're probably not going to include the entire thing in this episode you can listen to it on GetYourFunk.com, which is actually what we are gonna do um but uh, i'll i'll include um snippets from that episode and you should be able to hear the difference in quality <laughs> so it should be obvious um which is the old recording and which is us reacting to that so uh mm-hmm. I, I guess we can get started here kyle so uh Re- ready yeah go go the eighth circuit network we make things put them
0: in your brain okay, pause. I completely forgot that we were on the earth to Jesus. I completely forgot we were on the Eighth Circuit Network when we first started. I I did, too, until I I heard that. (laughs) And two, why is our intro song so long?
1: I don't know. I think uh, over the years, I think I shortened it as we went along. I I know at the beginning it was probably like 30 seconds long or something. Yeah, Um, I've
0: noticed that trend... Not just on podcasts, obviously, but also on, like, YouTubers. Like, YouTubers used to have, like, the longest frickin' intros. And now it's just, like, two seconds done.
1: (laughs) I honestly prefer that. I do, too. Um,
0: Yeah, long intros annoy me, so. Yeah. I'm glad that we fixed that over time. Okay, uh, sorry. Yeah,
1: because now it's, like, maybe eight to ten seconds long these days. Um, okay, I guess. Oh, yeah, and so the Eighth Circuit Network, we should probably mention that. So that was, um... Our, our friend Ryan uh, used to run a, a, like a pop culture uh, media like news website. And so when we started around the time that we started this show in September of 2012, we had graduated earlier that year and had ended the college radio version of this show. Um, but we were still like managing the Facebook page and still posting stuff. And if I remember correctly, he reached out and was like, hey, if you guys want to develop it into something, like a podcast or something, uh, you know, I'll host it on my website. And so, uh, to my remembrance, that's how it started.
0: Nice. Um, so, it wasn't even really our idea. It was Ryan's.
1: <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know if he would want to take credit for that. Um, He's like, hell no. Yeah. He's a, he We actually had him on a couple of times over the years. Um, mm-hmm. I think more so earlier on. And I think he was on, whenever we did that memorial episode for the old show, which he was also part of, I think he was on that one.
0: Yeah, I think you're right.
1: Anyway, we should probably just keep going.
0: Sounds good. Okay, go. Hello, this is Funk Radio, the new and improved podcast. That's correct. This is one of your hosts. My name is Peter. My name is Kyle, uh, but i like to go by DJ Funky Thunder.
1: That's that sounds my, pretty
0: good. That's, do you call it a stage name if it's like a radio name because you're not a really stage. on a stage? A stage. I don't know. You
1: uh, know. Isn't it just a DJ name?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess that works, or a pen name. A
1: pen. Yes, that's the, that's the
0: most <laughs> that is the most accurate
1: so I, I i think that little intro is funny first of all i will say the the mics are bad but they aren't as bad as i remember actually
0: yeah it's a little 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 echoey little tinny but it's not terrible it definitely sounds yeah. like a 2012 podcast but <laughs> it could be worse
1: at least for us um yeah so i i think because that was on my first mic i think i'm on my third one now but this is the one i use Same. by far the longest
0: yeah, same. I, I I initially started off with this little stem mic, yeah, like the me little, too. like the one you used to see in like offices in like the you know mid two thousands, um, and then I moved on to this little Samson mic that was like a portable mic that was meant to like clip onto the side of a laptop, but I didn't mm. use it that way. I just used it as a regular mic, <laughs> and then around twenty four, fifteen, I think. 2015 or 2016, I got this mm. Blue Yeti mic, and uh, it's been going good ever since. I have, don't have a lot of complaints. I might need to replace it at some point because it's like gotten like five or six years old now, but mm. it still works.
1: We must have, yeah, that must have been right around the time that I upgraded my mic, too. Because so, my my middle my my second one was actually a headset, um, which. I think in theory isn't the worst idea, but I think the quality was not much better than this original mic, and I don't think I used it very long. Mm-hmm. What else? Oh, so the the way we're describing ourselves, I think, was kind of funny because you can kind of that's kind of like a remnant of our old yeah. Original. I forgot uh, about that too. Uh, our old college radio show. I don't know it's kind of funny. Um, yeah. D- yeah. I,
0: I, thankfully, I dropped the DJ Funky Thunder moniker because you know I wanted to be social <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> um, I it's kind of funny I wonder I've never really thought about this but it, it would be funny if we actually had kept those original because I was you were DJ Funky Thunder I was DJ Funky Love in the original show um, mm-hmm. it would have been funny to know like I don't know like if we had kept those names all these years yeah but I guess we decided to just go with our normal names because it made more sense yeah and we weren't technically DJs
0: I was going to say I think that was the I think that was the cringiest part of that was I'm just like I was never a dj why am i calling myself a dj
1: <laughs> <laughs> well we kind of were
0: um more so
1: more, so, than more now. so
0: yeah more so in the chapman format than in the podcast format right yeah, I, I see what you're saying well and
1: you could tell that i was using kind of my goofy voice that i use uh, not entirely but it, it you could tell it sounded similar to how i used to do that old show too so
0: yeah i was thinking that i'm like you have i was thinking like you really have toned down to the 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 characterization of your of your voice that you used to do
1: yeah well i mean i think pretty quickly are the show once we kind of got a few episodes out there i think we started to be like okay it'll kind of just be be us not characterizations of us and it'll Mm -hmm. be just more conversational truth Um,
0: truth speaking of new music over the summer i actually discovered that bobby womack who is probably one of my favorite artists um, in the funk and soul genre, actually released a new album. That was on June 12th. It was a collaboration between him and Damon Alburn and Rich, Richard Russell, who are from the Gorillaz and Blur. The Gorillaz really have like a very electronica influence because they kind of helped birth that whole popular electronica movement. Just a quick comment on myself. Mm. Um, I thought I talked fast now, but holy shit, I don't think I took a single breath that entire time i was talking i didn't I even notice very earnest huh. hearing myself then and then uh, listening to more current recordings of ours i still kind of yeah. when i'm excited about a topic i still kind of talk fast about it but it's not hmm. nearly as <laughs> fast as i can hear myself talking there i was just like vomiting out words
1: you know it's <laughs> so. it's funny i didn't notice it here but i have noticed it not with you, but even with me as well, like, uh, listening to some of our older episodes, I feel like the pacing was a lot, like, faster and tighter than it is now. Like, I feel like we just let it flow a little bit slower. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's age or if that's just... Probably. calms calms down a little bit, maybe with just our excitedness for the show.
0: I, I I was gonna see if I could tell more in the editing here, but I remember too, in the editing of the initial episodes, you were much more tight with the editing. Uh, I was, yeah. Whereas now, I mean, I'm presuming I don't know. I just by the way, listeners, kudos to Peter. He's literally edited every single one of these <laughs> three hundred episodes and over the years I've said, Oh, I can help you with editing. Let me take let me let me help out and I never have because I'm an asshole. Um <laughs> It's. I'm so, so
1: honestly. I'm so used to it at this point, and it's like it's not hard to do. So I'm just like, I, I don't mind doing it. Certainly. So. Okay.
0: I remember. I've. I definitely have had my share of guilt trips over the years of just like I've never t- touched a single one of these. You're <laughs> um, fine.
1: It, on a, if I needed the help, I would ask for it.
0: Touche, touche. But no, you do an amazing job, and you, you've gotten every one of these episodes out like pr- faster than I have probably ever could have on my own. So.
1: Well, I, I I happen to know there's some exceptions to that because there's been a couple of times where I've sat on an episode for
0: like a month <laughs> and a half. It's it's fine. You still get you still get editor of the editor of the decade. Um, at least the last a, eight and a half years. I'll make you a little trophy out of tinfoil and send it to you.
1: Thank you, Kyle. Um, so I I guess the 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 topic that we're kind of getting into here in the in this episode, the older episode, is. Uh, that, that Bobby Womack album. Now, I, I do vaguely remember us talking about that album. I didn't remember that it, he had all of those uh, collaborations with like newer people. Yeah. And I almost kind of want to go back and listen to that album
0: okay. Yeah, I, I I vaguely remember it. I think I actually have that album on vinyl um, oh, sick. somewhere. But I don't know if... I mean, I guess we'll have to listen further. I don't know if we did like a complete review of the album or if it was just like, hey, talking about, hey, this album came out. But it was a good album. Uh, and then I am yeah. he passed away not too long after this, too. It was like two or three years later. Oh, wow. So that's sad. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I talked fast, and I apologize for any strain that I caused on listeners' ears over the years.
1: Yeah, you know, it's funny. I didn't expect this to be like the the Kyle and Peter cringe-listening-to-themselves episode, but that's <laughs> kind of what this is I, I
0: kind of expected this to be a bit of a roast of myself, so I'm not <laughs> Roast not of Kyle.
1: That's funny. Should we keep going? Yeah, let's go. I was just, I was listening to a uh an interview actually with him. Mm-hmm. Uh with BBC and he was kind of it kind of tells the story of how he uh hooked up with these guys and it, uh, he actually, he do you know okay, do you know what song he did cuz I think he did a song with the Gorillas maybe a couple years ago first.
0: Um, and that's how he got to know these guys. No, actually, I don't. I have to I have to look that up. That's pretty uh, cool. I
1: don't remember what song it is. Um but I don't okay. I don't remember how they got together, but I, maybe they asked. They asked him actually.
0: That that's, to, uh, to that's join pretty, them on that song. That's that's pretty feasible because the Gorillas kind of have a very uh, like a, a soulful side to them. If you hear some other stuff, so mm. like Clint Eastwood. So yeah.
1: Great storytelling by me, by the way. He was on an interview. I don't remember what happened, but we, yeah, we, they we do that together. same
0: shit today sometimes. So that uh, that part hasn't changed. Or at least me like not knowing things. Uh, I was gonna comment mm. that. I don't know if it's just I've grown wiser in my knowledge of music, but I think the the dumbass 2012 Kyle didn't realize that Clint Eastwood was the song that Bobby Womack was on.
1: Oh, is that so? that is that the song we were talking about, but we didn't under? Uh, yeah, we we <laughs> literally
0: circled all around it, and then I said, you know, he did a song called Clint. That's Eastwood. pretty funny. I totally didn't pick up on that.
1: the original. Okay, the original reason I wanted to go to the fair. <laughs> Was because I learned about the existence of uh, deep-fried peanut butter and jelly, <laughs> which was well worth the endeavor. By the way, um, and you, yeah, you can. Convinced- the the uh, the shack that has that stuff. is called Chicken Charlie's, and they have basically everything you can think of. They deep they're, fry.
0: They're pretty. They're pretty widespread too. Because when we were at the O.C. Fair, I saw them as well.
1: Yeah, they, they hit up all like the major fairs. Um, That's pretty cool. Um, all these years later listeners, I still agree with that statement. By the way. It <laughs> was delicious. I haven't I don't think I've had it since then.
0: I was thinking about that. I remember when we were at the O C Fair. I don't remember if I got anything from them, but I completely forgot about them until you until you just mentioned them there. It's it feels so weird in twenty twenty one to hear us talking about going to concerts and going to the O C Fair mm. because obviously this is like 8 years before covid but i don't know i uh, stuff, stuff back then that we probably took for granted i think i have a lot more of an appreciation for now
1: i i've noticed myself um just in like watching either like uh, you know either watching a movie or watching like old um vintage film reels or whatever um mm-hmm where you see big crowds of people and and the my gut reaction to that is wait, how are they doing that and then I realize, oh, this is not 2020. yeah <laughs> that I don't know it, it, it kind of just gets into your head and then you you realize wow, like this is stuff that totally would not fly now
0: true that makes me kind of wonder not to go off on a tangent which but I'm going to um <laughs> if in the future for movies, if any movie takes place at any point around 2020, are they going to have people wearing masks to kind of be accurate to the time or oh i are imagine they, so i think are it's they just so prominent that, that it never happened
1: i think it's it's any kind of period piece that happens in the years after now i think they're going to almost have to because if they don't everybody's going to be like what are you doing
0: because yeah
1: um it, it's it was it's so much of a global event that there's no re- way that you couldn't do that
0: true anyways yeah i'm on a tangent i'm sorry
1: so that's funny um anyway yeah chicken charlie's if they still exist check them out when it's safe to go back to county fairs listeners
0: yeah um, it makes me i'm definitely going to the county fair like the first year it opened i'm sure a lot of people probably will just for the nostalgia of like oh my god i can be outside and eat food
1: <laughs> i know that sounds fun
0: mm-hmm.
1: oh well I guess we should continue. <laughs> now that we're sad. See. Sorry to
0: be a doctor. <laughs>
1: I saw that um Casey and the Sunshine Band were playing on the on June twenty ninth. So I went and saw them. So the lead singer, Harry Wayne Casey, he
0: uh
1: he was telling us that he's sixty one years old this year. But the way that he can put on a concert, you wouldn't believe that. Because he's, you know, up and dancing and singing. Does he have the moves
0: like Jagger? He definitely does. <laughs> That guy was awesome. That's pretty cool. Oh god, I'm so cringy. (laughs) Why? Oh, just my stupid phrases and shit. I don't know. (laughs) I you could tell, and I I mean I get it. It's our first. I think you're being harsh on yourself. Yeah, probably. It's our first episode. We're figuring out the format, but yeah, I I, you could tell I had like way too much earnestness, like of trying to like be quippy. Oh, I keep,
1: (laughs) I I keep. you can tell my I keep using that voice throughout this episode the, too. The, the Peter voice, yeah, it's just funny. Um, anyway, I wanted to pause because uh, to recount that uh, that concert uh, that was a lot of fun. Actually, I don't know if I, had, I don't know if I mentioned it in the episode, but I uh, my sister went with me that day. Um, oh, nice! And she doesn't listen to like the sort of music that we traditionally talk about at least on this show, um, mm-hmm. but she really enjoyed it too. Yeah, it, it was a good concert. It was a lot of fun
0: definitely one of the more upbeat ones i've been to would you say that casey and the sunshine Band were kind of one of the forefathers of disco
1: yeah i would say so definitely
0: because i mean it's a bunch of white guys right so
1: yeah (laughs) so basically
0: yeah they're just like yeah hey let's take this soul music make it for white people so they can (laughs) dance (laughs) oh god stop (laughs) i need a break for myself (laughs)
1: is this how the listeners feel
0: (laughs) god i'm i'm sure i'm just being extra harsh on myself but my god i need to i need to cool my own jets hopefully hopefully over the years listeners i've gotten more chill so you can listen to me without dying
1: (laughs) hopefully you don't get 10 minutes into an episode and be like oh my god stop (laughs) that's how every
0: listener is oh Oh, my god okay okay sorry i just had to Another awesome band that actually we both got to see, which I am very lucky, is uh, we got to see Earth, Wind, and Fire at the OC Fair uh, not a month after Peter saw Casey and the Sunshine Band in late August. That's correct. Cool. Or late July, sorry.
1: Yeah, do you remember the uh, those like middle-aged ladies that were sitting yeah, behind us? Yeah,
0: oh my gosh. So we were probably some of the youngest people there, which I don't know how to feel about that. But there was three. there's three women behind us who... We're all I think they were all white. And we're like singing extremely loudly to every single song that they, they knew were the words to. They were so into it. They and were they really were, into it. They knew like every single they were, song. They were they were gyrating and I think they were speaking in tongues at one point.
1: Um, uh, so I completely forgot about that whole element of that
0: concert. <laughs> I did too. I'm trying to picture those women in the back of in, in, in my memory now and I can't.
1: Yeah. I mean I can yeah, I I have no recollection of that whatsoever, so yeah, uh, sort of which funny. is
0: why we memorialized it in, in podcast Funkradia. form. Like I said, I don't have as vivid of memories as of this concert, so I don't remember that. Yeah. Obviously, I blocked it out of my memory because it was annoying. <laughs> uh, I kind of sound like a dick there, though, so I don't know.
1: <laughs> no, I think it was justified.
0: Okay. Okay i i like that i commented we were like the youngest people there which was probably true
1: and that's not the only concert where that was the case i remember that more so at the the war tower yeah i was thinking later. that
0: i was thinking that in fact i think people next to us even jokingly made comment about it they're like basically like how do you know war you're 12
1: oh yeah because they were like oh are you guys here for, for cheech and Chong, which who were also there mm-hmm. and we we're like no we just wanted to see the music and they're like what i think half the people are there just to get high so
0: oh yeah that entire stadium was just hazy Mm -hmm. um but that was a fun concert too i
1: forgot cheech and Chong were at that concert (laughs) yeah that was that was an interesting one
0: yeah that was definitely an interesting concert, and this was all before pot was even legal so
1: oh yeah you're right that was a long way before
0: yeah Hmm. but yeah good times good summers it's like the $5 bins that we would go and scramble at Walmart. <laughs> hey, those are pretty amazing. That, that was some good times. We found some really good soul stuff. So if you ever want good cheap soul music or funk music, yeah. go to Walmart and go to the $5 music bin because there's a ton of those best-of CDs <laughs> from a bunch of 70s artists. Yeah. If you, guys li- if you guys like this type of music, I behoove you to go to Walmart, even though, you know, I'm sure some people have reservations going to Walmart, <laughs> as I do.
1: Because so. it has pirates.
0: Be- because of us was... Fucking eight <laughs> Pause, pause, pause. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the pirate. Oh, oh that's my amazing. God. I'm such a horrible human being. No, I'm the I'm the one who brought it up though. But, <laughs> but that's hilarious. the fact that there was a guy, it was a greeter at Walmart, obviously he was like a I think he was a vet. <laughs> And he, he had an eye patch, so we called him a pirate because we, we called him the Walmart dead. pirate. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> I totally forgot about that guy.
0: Oh my god! That's hilarious. Yeah, I remember the fi- the Walmart bargain bins um, that we would raid a lot. I yeah, think I still have a couple of those CDs to be honest somewhere. <laughs>
1: uh yeah, it, it's funny because like in this episode, we're almost mentioning it in in such that like we are looking back on it even then because I know mm-hmm. I think we did it more so during college. Yeah. If I remember yeah. Right.
0: yeah, we would go like yeah. late at night cuz Walmart I think was pretty much 24/7 so we would go and get like yeah. manzanita Soul and uh $5 <laughs> yes. CDs.
1: Good times. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I god, I mean, I probably got literally 10 to 20 different CDs from that over the, the course of I don't know, maybe a couple of years that we did that. Um actually within the last couple of months my mom was cleaning out a bunch of stuff and she's like hey I found all all these old CDs do you want to keep them Uh, and I said no because I had already like put them on my computer years ago Mm -hmm. Um, uh, because obviously like this was before the days of Spotify Um, or no I think when we were originally doing it it was before the days of Spotify at -hmm. least before Spotify was really big big and like prolific enough to even be on like mobile devices and stuff
0: yeah yeah as you're just yeah
1: because i was still using my ipod at the time which
0: (laughs) same here i think i think i still i think i still had my touch trying to remember yeah
1: i know i did for at least or yeah i was actually still using it at the time
0: so the one Uh, thing i do the one thing i do remember about walmart outside of the the cds is Mm. your mission to try every knockoff variation of dr pepper
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs>
0: yeah, there was like Doctor Thunder, Doctor Doctor something. Uh, Doctor
1: Dynamite was one. Uh, Mister Pib, obviously, it's a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, Doctor K.
0: Oh yeah, I remember Doctor K. Um, Actually,
1: Doctor K was the one I drank the most. I think.
0: But yeah, I just remember you had like a, a fun infatuation with like the the Walmart knockoff <laughs> brand sodas. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that.
1: So, a week or two ago, Amazon had the Bee Gees' number one's album, which has 20 songs, and the whole album was 99 cents. I really, really liked this album because it kind of showed me a side of the Bee Gees I didn't really know had existed. Because I guess they've been around for a really long time, and they had started maybe like late 60s. I'd
0: love to check that out because... The one, the one band I always disliked when you guys played on when we had Funk Radio at Chapman was the Bee Gees, because <laughs> I felt they were just like the ultimate stereotype of like bad white people music. <laughs> um,
1: well, I'm not saying that they're not.
0: <laughs> yeah, but now that now that you say this there's, there's at least this new side to them, I might have to check it out. Yeah, maybe it'll destroy my reservations.
1: I almost want to go back and listen to some of that Bee Gees music again because I I. I know that I, my, my appreciation for them did increase when I heard some more of their like broader spectrum of music that they had done over the years, mm-hmm. um, and this seems to be one of the earliest, or I guess by definition, the the first instance of us expanding our horizons with artists who we thought we knew, but then like digging into their history a bit more, kind of like learning to appreciate them more. And I know early on in this show you were more vocally against disco but i think that changed as well oh yeah
0: i was thinking about that i was like i'm listening to like myself throughout this episode i'm like man i really hate white people apparently (laughs) (laughs) um yeah my my appreciation for disco is definitely at least as a historically significant genre has increased especially you know since disco made a resurgence. With Daft Punk's release of *Random Access Memories*, that kind of hmm. reintroduced uh, disco onto the scene with uh, Niles Rogers from mm-hmm. Chic and all that. Um, and then, obviously, my uh, over this last year, my uh, discovery of city pop music and uh, vaporwave music, which yeah. is heavily heavily influenced by disco. Um, so yeah, my appreciation's increased for sure, I wasn't like the anti I'm not the anti-disco person I used to be
1: Yeah, and I, and I guess just I, I, I do think, and I mean this is something I think we've probably mentioned before on the show but I, I, I know personally that my appreciation for music history in general but also in like a lot of individual cases has immensely improved um, just by doing this show, like even mm-hmm. if I think something that we've mentioned to each other is like, even if no one really listens at all or that much to this show, I feel like it's still an interesting exercise to do the research and learn new things just as us. Exactly. Like, Um, we
0: would be doing this show if no one listened just because we enjoy learning more about music and discovering new music genres and discovering new things about artists we didn't know. So
1: So it kind of goes beyond a step of just being like an average listener of music and actually like getting into the history of it. I don't know. I I know that's not for everybody, but I personally find some level of ful- ful- fulfillment in that. Oh, yeah, same. I, I don't know I mean I guess we started out pretty early with that in this show. I, I I know that probably didn't set in quite on the same level as it is now, like for a while though. I think it took us time to get there.
0: Um for sure.
1: But yeah, I don't know. I just find that kind of interesting.
0: No, same, same. I, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, it, and this the subject matter we've covered on this show has expanded so much, even outside of mm-hmm. funk and soul. I mean, we talk about the history of musical instruments. We talk about the history of, uh, of you know, sound. We talked about the history yeah. of so many different genres outside of funk. I mean, we basically call ourselves funk radio because our first... It's
1: kind of like uh, a historical name at this point.
0: Yeah. Our first love and our first interest was funk music, but I feel like this podcast has just gone so beyond that. It's basically mm-hmm. just music radio. We just, you know, did we just haven't changed the name because there's no point.
1: Right. So, And I think it, to some extent, like, we occasionally do come back to that. Yeah. I mean, even sure. even in the, the last episode, we reviewed the Black Pumas. Yeah, exactly kind of goes back to some of that original those original genres that we kind of started with so i i i I think we would both agree that we do definitely still
0: yeah no have
1: somewhat of that lens but we certainly don't limit ourselves by that anymore
0: exactly a lot of the albums we review usually have some foothold in that genre but i mean Mm -hmm. even you know even uh recent episodes we've covered have kind of broken away from that genre and just been more like we did an episode on the pokemon theme song that has literally nothing to do with anything i mean literally at this point
1: it's like anything vaguely resembling music we're like hey that can be an episode yeah yeah (laughs) that's okay i I think that's okay i i think the i think the broadness and the variety theoretically makes it so that there's something for everybody
0: yeah exactly um and that's the so. that's the nice thing not that we're kind of puffing up our own uh, our own podcast here but that's the nice thing about our podcast is it's not really serialized so you know there's a, there's going to be something there for everybody and you can find it if you go to getyourfunk.com oh. um or thanks to squarespace to... for sponsoring this <laughs> just kidding be, be sure to follow us on patreon yeah um but no, I mean all all three hundred now of our episodes are there, so okay. there's something for the whole family. Um, but no, I, I get what you're saying. I, I think that's what's been able to have us keep going for so long is the mm-hmm. fact that we've expanded our subject matter. I mean, honestly, if we really were stringent and just talked about funk and soul, I mean, hell, I was I was I just looked it up. Earth, wind and fire we were just talking about oh they're they're pretty cool for being so young well guess what they're dead now
1: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: so <laughs> all of our all of our uh, all the subject matter we normally would cover are literally dying away not to be morbid but yeah I mean it's a it's a it's a it's a genre that you know as the years go by is becoming more and more historical and less current
1: yeah so which i Sand suppose you could argue like oh so then you guys should be covering it more because that preserves the history or whatever but i i am not going to look back you know that far in our catalog to see when that actually kind of that transition i think that transition was very slow but yeah, no. i seem to remember that the first f- f- maybe even first like 100 episodes a- as much as that i feel like we were able to keep that original fairly stringent vision Mm -hmm. for what the show subject matter was but i think after episode 100 roughly is when we started to realize like hey we have to start branching out into other stuff and even even i don't even remember if it was that far along that we had to do that but even so that's kind of impressive that we were able to come up with that many different topics
0: yeah very true very true and obviously we've completely run out of topics because now we've reached the um the terrible part of any series is the recap episode (laughs) (laughs)
1: hey i commend us though for waiting this long to do it though true true. like at this point we've kind of earned it (laughs) yeah that's a
0: good point most uh and it's
1: not completely a clip show because it's not like oh we're just gonna play clips from the old episodes and not do anything like we're actually recording an episode about it
0: touche touche i don't know how
1: much better that makes it but
0: we're gonna get sued by the youtube people because we're creating our own react podcast i don't know if i talked about that on phone where those guys they do like the react videos and they tried to trademark the word react
1: oh i think you told me that Um, that's so stupid
0: and then the entire internet was just like no no um Anyways, I digress. Um,
1: well, listeners, so this is this is a recap of our first episode. Our next episode will be a recap of the second episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then an episode 600 will be reacting to this episode that we're I was recording say, now. Yeah,
0: by episode 600, it will just be a feedback loop of a reaction to of a reaction to a reaction. That would be
1: actually a pretty interesting concept for, like, obviously on a smaller scale, like if you looped it every, you know, 20 episodes or something. Mm-hmm. Um I'm, that would kind of be a, an interesting experiment,
0: almost like like uh, you're going back in time and like observing yourself, kind of thing. That'd be interesting and almost like yeah. a like a storytelling format. Like you know, there really yeah. are podcasts that actually are like a like a continuation of stories, like a fiction podcast. That would be pretty interesting to like have an episode of the podcast go back to the what, what the dialogue of the first episode, and it's like you're observing it. Almost like, a, and then you're observing
1: your observation.
0: Yeah, like it's a wonderful lifestyle. Uh, like, oh god, I'm in, stuck in a time loop.
1: That would be, uh, yeah, I don't know. You'd have to do it in a specific way for that to continue to be interesting beyond like three cycles. Yeah. Um, mm. but huh, that's sort of an interesting concept.
0: Yeah. Anyway, we we're
1: kind of getting <laughs> off the beaten path. I, we should probably keep going.
0: For sure. Oh yeah, um, I actually got some freelance work, working, um, doing visual effects and animation on this commercial for the new sony ps vita Mm. and that took like two and a half weeks but it was really really fun i learned a lot and it's actually like my first professional gig as an animator and a digital artist Mm. so i can only move up from here i
1: don't remember that you did that
0: yeah i forgot about that i did like a little bit of sort of pixel animation work for um some i think it was like a j-pop or k-pop music video for sony
1: Oh, interesting
0: I had to comp the animation I did it onto a PSP screen, so not only did I have to oh, do like okay. pixel style animation and design the pixel art characters of the band members, oh, I cool. had to basically teach myself because I had never done it up to that point. How to comp uh, footage into a screen and track it—it mm. it wasn't that hard, but I mean, at that point, I never did that at Chapman, and I hadn't yet gotten right. like a full-time job, so. That was fun. Uh, I think that ended up staying in my reel for a little bit. It's not there anymore, but hmm. that was literally like one of the first professional uh, projects I ever worked on. So,
1: hmm. good times. Getting paid that dirty Sony money. Exactly. Which is funny because we've gone, we've like laid into Sony so many times on this show.
0: Oh, well, we at least have. a couple of times. Yeah. Oh, we have. Well, remember, because it was the whole, yeah, it was the whole scandal with their DRM uh, bullshit. So yeah. They deserved it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they kind of earned that one.
0: Oh! Totally random tidbit, nothing to do with anything. Okay. Um, You know Johnny Depp, right? And how he's I, he actually...
1: I know of him, yes.
0: You know of Johnny Depp, yes. He actually got convinced to go into acting by Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage was like, hey, you know, you should think about going into acting. I can hook you up with my agent. But it's pretty wow, crazy that. I never knew one that. Of the, one, of the, one of the better actors of this last decade, um, love him or hate him, was. Convinced to go into acting by basically one of the most hated actors <laughs> on the internet. That's that's pretty amazing, though. I retract my statement that Johnny Depp is the best actor of this decade.
1: <laughs> I actually, I think you should also retract that Nicolas Cage is one of the most hated actors because I feel like I was
0: thinking, I was thinking that. I mean, I'm you know he made bad movies, but you know, I think people loved actor. him for that reason, though. Yeah, I. I apologize, Nicolas Cage and Johnny Depp, I'm sorry that Amber Heard beat the shit out of you. <laughs> For real. Um so
1: when I first moved to Oregon, um I was still working with some of the Eighth Circuit guys. And mm-hmm. um you you'll remember that when we released that first like short documentary about Nicolas Cage as a meme.
0: Yes, 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 yes.
1: And that was supposed to be the first of a three part thing that like altogether would I think be like the length, like a full length documentary. Um, mm-hmm. we never got past releasing that first part because, um, basically for financial reasons, because we had other things not lined up, but there, was, there were definitely things that we could have lined up, but it w- would have required us to like fly out to Canada and do this other thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so it was just getting to the point where if we wanted to do it more seriously, we would have had to pay a lot of money to like produce it. And mm-hmm. none of us were really, cause I think I was freelancing at the time and the other the other guys weren't like in high paying jobs or anything and even if we were we probably wouldn't have had time but uh so we that never really got off the ground beyond that first like pilot part i guess but uh mm. it would have been cool to have seen that to full completion i guess
0: yeah and then completely separate from that i don't know why you know i I think I told you this, I, I mean, it was only in passing, so it barely counts as, as a as a meet, but I mm. saw Nicolas Cage in Vegas. Um,
1: oh, I don't know if I remember that.
0: Yeah, I was there with my uh, then-girlfriend and uh, her cousin, and mm. we were coming out of one of the casinos, and in the back of the casino is like this sort of, I don't know what you call it, cul-de-sac, and this limo pulled up, and... I wasn't really paying attention to the limo because I think we were trying to figure out where to go next. Mm. And then some guy walked past with like three women and then my uh, <laughs> my ex turned to me He's like, that was Nicolas Cage. I looked back and I just saw like the back of his head. I'm just oh, like, yeah. is that? And to this day, I want to believe that it was Nicolas Cage because I only <laughs> saw the back of his head.
1: Oh, because he didn't actually see his face. That's funny. No. Um, something I wanted to comment on uh, the old episode since that's the point I guess um, I find it funny that the latter like 20% of this episode is us just like shooting the shit about random stuff because um, mm-hmm. I, I, I was going to comment like oh it's funny that even back then we were doing that like at the very first episode but mm-hmm. that even now in this episode we're kind of doing it and react, like using that as a platform to jump off and tell random stories <laughs> I feel like Pretty that much. aspect of our show has never changed I don't think that's a bad thing I think having those sort of asides I don't know Add a little bit of f- flair or yeah, making yeah. it less scripted or less uh, formulaic. It, like, too tightly structured, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. No, I, I think my shitty random tangents have always been a source of fun, at least <sighs> for me. <laughs> Kyle's shitty random tangents. This is DJ Funky Thunder signing off.
1: And this is your host, Peter. I am also signing off. See you. <laughs>
0: Later for the next episode of Funk Radio. Bye. We love you. I like that by the end of the episode, you already dropped the DJ funky love.
1: I did, but I kept that voice. Like, it's still there. I wonder how many episodes it took for me to get rid of that. That's pretty funny. So, uh, I I guess final thoughts on this. I, it's, um, I I don't, I know we mentioned this earlier. I don't know if this might have been before we started recording, but I, it, this seems very um, uh, loose in the subject matter and not very structured. I don't remember whether this was like our intention for all the episodes, or if we were going to. Because I know pretty pretty quickly we started having like structured topics. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why we didn't start it off with that. Maybe we we're just kind of easing ourselves into it. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because we haven't really had. We've only had a couple of episodes. Since then, that have been kind of this format.
0: Very true. I, maybe it's just because we didn't have like a f- structured uh, what do you call it script yet. I don't know. I don't know if the, at this point we had started doing like the Google Docs and all of that.
1: Yeah. Maybe maybe we um, just wanted to get a feel for it, I guess, and kind of. And I don't I don't know. I I feel like maybe this format, like if if the entire show had been this format, I feel like it could have worked. But I I i don't know i feel like there's a lot of podcasts out there that kind of stay surface level with topics and kind of just are like we're a show about everything which yeah that, that concept kind of annoys me in itself but I, I i think going back to what we were saying earlier about like doing the research and the historical uh, diving into stuff i i mm-hmm. think at least personally that is like the more fulfilling part of it so i think only doing things on the surface level like we did with this episode um I don't think that would have necessarily been sustainable from, like, an enjoyment perspective.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, that was more like almost like a... I don't know what you call it. Like a news snippets episode. Yeah. I know we started doing a lot of things early on where it was like, you know, 10 songs about women or 10 songs about food. And we stuck to that kind of format for a while. Mm-hmm. But then once we kind of broke out of that, like... Whole, oh, we got to find a bunch of songs tied around some arbitrary subject matter. <laughs> um, yeah. And started kind of being more explicit in like the research of artists yeah. and songs and whatnot. It kind of allowed us to kind of be more of like a stuff you should know type podcast than like a, you know, right. here's just guys talking about nonsense.
1: Yeah. And like I said, we. So I. Th- I mean, I could probably count on one hand how many other episodes we've had in this format. I think in those cases, though, it was more like we've been taking a break all summer. Here's some of the things that we didn't talk about over the last few months and kind of doing a few like subtopics within one episode. Uh, But even then, I feel like it was a little, like at least a little bit more structured than this. Um, Yeah. Not to say that this was bad in itself as a first go, but I, I definitely think we've come a long way in terms of I I I guess I would say the quality of our content. Like not to say that every episode even now is terrific. I mean, I guess the current one being part of that. Um, Touche. Uh like I think we had like the casual conversational aspect of it down with this first episode, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Um But I do I do think we our our stronger episodes have definitely been the ones where we've uh dived into the interesting historical stuff
0: the funny thing now that i'm look- i'm i'm back on getyourfunk.com i'm looking at our early episodes like a handful of like subjects from our early episodes were actually more akin to what we're doing now hmm. than what we ended up kind of being in like the middle like oh, really? episode 10 was oh. like what will music sound like in the future totally open-ended idea to open oh, yeah. to do research on um episode 16 what is the Bodidly beat talking about you oh, know yeah. a specific uh, musical signature uh, found in blues and rock music so it's it's kind of funny it's almost like in a weird way we've come full circle yeah
1: you know it's weird because looking back in this list this is actually a lot more there's actually a lot more variety here in this in these old episodes than I remember like I kind of look back at them being like oh we only just did like this very specific thing but there's actually it's actually v- you're right, it's actually very similar in the variety to what it is now.
0: Yeah, I mean, episode 27, we did an episode on trip-hop, which is kind of outside yeah. of the funk genre. So, I don't know, maybe we aren't are giving ourselves enough credit.
1: I don't think we are, actually, because I'm flipping through this, and I'm, I'm, I feel like this is us, like, faking, like, oh, there's a lot of interesting episodes on <laughs> yeah, getyourfolk.com. But actually, no, I'm, I'm surprised, I think we're both surprised that the actual, like, content that we've made throughout the years is actually more varied and more interesting than we, we give ourselves credit for. That's a good thing, though. I'm glad that yeah. you mentioned that.
0: <laughs> no, I, I... Here, episode 35, The Magic of Collecting Vinyl Records. I think that's when I first started collecting vinyl. Uh, oh, nice. And I still do. Um, not, as mu- not as enthusiastically as I probably did back then. I remember back then, because i was so into it i was just buying up every cheap soul and best of album i could get my hands on Mm -hmm. but uh so i'm a little bit more selective now but yeah i still still collect vinyl eight years later
1: so yeah i i I think if anyone wants to listen to that old episode or any of the other ones that we've mentioned um you can go to get your com as we've mentioned a couple of times now uh we're also on spotify if you look up funk radio um we're on Google Podcasts, which is the new one. Uh, iTunes, we're, we're still on there. Actually, we were off iTunes for several years because of some software bug, but we're hmm. on there again. Um, I don't know. So in terms of just this old episode and our old style, I mean, like, do you have any more comments on that? I, I feel a little bit bad because I wasn't, I didn't realize this was going to be us making ourselves sad <laughs> and, and and cringing at ourselves as much as we did, but I don't know. It's it, it feels I good to have it's... come a long way, I guess.
0: I kind of expected a little bit of that. I mean, I knew that we were, we you know, in our first episode, we were going to be rusty and overeager. Uh-huh. I mean, that's only natural, so I'm, I'm not going to be too hard on myself for that. It's just, it's just funny to see how we've evolved since then, and maybe uh-huh. it's because we've gone eight years with, like, five fans. But uh, I think we kind of have much more of a cavalier attitude now than we did then, which maybe is good. You know, it's good when you... Yeah. You, you just care about the content and you don't care about like sounding good or polished or whatever to get more viewers or listeners, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm.
1: And I it's seem to remember that hard. peaks around, I don't know, maybe episode 100 or so, where we were in, in terms of us like wanting to try to hone it toward not clickbait, but basically things that people would be interested in. Not to say that we yeah. don't still try to make our stuff appealing, but I think after that point we started being like let's just do what we feel like doing which is what we should be doing so
0: yeah very true
1: oh i guess one one more thing i should mention like retroactively looking back on the old episodes is uh, at that time like when we were both unemployed especially Mm -hmm. at the beginning um coming out of school is that we were doing at least two episodes a week
0: I was thinking about that. I was like, I was like, I wonder what our like production uh, output was at that time. Because yeah, you're right. We basically didn't have jobs.
1: Yeah. I I seem to remember for a while we were doing about two episodes a week. um, Nice. Which is pretty good. And I think that's how we got our numbers up fairly quickly at the beginning. Because we obviously were like, we're not anywhere near that level of frequency now. Although Mm. we still do have periods nowadays where like we're doing up consistently once a week. It's not always that, but, like, I, we we definitely still can do it, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, Once mm. when we get into a groove, we can go a good four or five months of basically doing, like, one a week, and then we fall off for, like, you know, a couple weeks. Life gets yeah. in the way, whatever. Like the holidays.
1: And if you're still listening uh, after all these years, then thank you. If this is your first time listening, also thank you. Mm. <laughs> this is an interesting choice for your first episode, but now you know where it all began.
0: Mm-hmm. So, this has been your host, Kyle.
1: And this has been your host, Peter. And thank you, Kyle, for 300 episodes.
0: And thank you, Peter, for 300 edits. (laughs) Bye, we love you. Bye.